Well, hello, this is Anna Poirier of Yoga Body Nutrition, and I'm here with Teresa today, um, and I'm going to be supporting her in gaining some deeper insights, deeper awarenesses, and tangible tools around her life path using her astrological birth chart. So welcome, Teresa. Great to have you. Thanks for having me. It's great to yeah. be here. Absolutely. You're very welcome. Um, so because it's our first time meeting and talking and um, all of that, I would just love if, it, if you could tell me a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Um, okay. Um, so I am a mom of two. Um, I'm currently going to school to become an Ayurvedic practitioner. And I don't exactly know what I'm going to do with that or, yeah, um, I'm a stay-at-home mom. And that's, that's about me in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. um, right. So currently you're, um, you're, you're mothering. Yes. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Um, amazing. And when you, when you actually get your certification, are you going to be, cause I know there's some distinction, like there's Ayurvedic practitioner, there's, uh, gosh, there's like. There's some different levels. So do you know like which I think there's so mine is a like a practitioner. So I'll actually have uh, patients where I can okay. treat their maladies and all of Got that it. stuff. So yes. Cool. Um, so you are going to be treating people. Awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. And then what would you, if, if, you know, do you have any, do you have any specific questions and, or like areas that you're really wanting to focus on here? Honestly, it's uh, pretty much all career. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's my biggest questions. Got it. <laughs> um totally understand yeah like what to it's uh, I, I know that and I knew that you put down a little in your intake too it sounded like it was kind of these things were percolating you're you're taking you know you're taking this next step I didn't necessarily have the information that you were um you were a, a stay-at-home mom currently but um kind of moving towards the next stage of what your career is going to look like and it also sounded like kind of putting the pieces together. Like how does it all fit together? Yes. Got it. Yes. Very good. Okay. Well, um, I am going to start with your sun sign and you have your sun in Gemini. And actually what I'm going to say before I dive into that is when I looked at your chart and I, and I sort of pulled out the components that we'll be talking about today, um, you have a lot of Gemini. <laughs> Did you yes, know I, that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> so it's going to be a very, pro I mean, you know, you've got your, you've got not only a lot of Gemini, but it's like also in pretty prominent places. Um, so, you know, this means that where, you know, th this means it's going to be a big part of what you bring forth into, you know, your, your, on your path and all of that into your clients, to your audience, you know, whatever, whatever it is. And also, um, that it's just going to be a, about awareness of some of like 
the pitfalls of, you know, like the, the gifts of Gemini, right? And then some of the pitfalls, which you probably would relate to, but we'll yeah. get into your sun sign um, to start off with. And your sun sign, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of interesting with your reading because both your sun and your rising are the same. Um, so this will be... Like I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna tell you what we look at as in life path astrology. We look at the sun sign as kind of what you relate to, but not necessarily what other people see you as. However, okay. this is gonna be a little different for you. But regardless, I'll just talk a little bit about Gemini and this and just this placement. Um, you know, this is like I look at it as something that. Again, when you relate to yourself, you're like, oh, yeah, when you hear about traits of Gemini, you're like, yeah, that's me. Um, and it's often what we say that you like sprinkle throughout all the parts and pieces, but not always what you lead with. In your case, it's kind of both because your rising sign is what, which is also in Gemini, is what we consider to be your life path and how other people see you and and what they may see like parts of inside of themselves but then also what what they want more of from you like they see these traits and they're like mm, i want more of that um front you know there so they're sort of like seeking it it's it's like um a mirror to a certain extent and i think i said like the rising is considered to be your your soul's mission like the problem you're here to solve and and um some of the traits of gemini which i think you probably are already familiar with but <laughs> um they're intellectual they're dynamic, they're energetic, they are well-researched, um, definitely about like information, right? Like gathering information, but then also communicating ideas and information and lots of ideas. Like, I don't know if you relate to any of that. A lot of oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, you know, chatty, all, all of these things. There may be a tendency to intellectualize a little too much. Um, <laughs> uh, you definitely tend to be good with words. And, um, but because of all these ideas and like different, you know, you're able to see, you're able to see both sides of the coin the two twins that are facing opposite directions. It's like you can kind of like objectively stand back and be like, mm-hmm, I see that viewpoint. Mm-hmm, I see that viewpoint, which can make it sometimes when you're stuck in that vortex of ideas to like actually make a commitment and be decisive. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, your strong suit, and, and what, you know, when we're looking at it from the, the rising sign perspective is like people are going to see you as dynamic, as energetic, as well-researched, as a good communicator. Um, so like being able and, and, and this ability to like often, you know, Gemini's they're social and on top of that, they're, they kind of have friends in like all different walks of life. They're not, they're not as um, 
they're not as specific with like, well, I, yeah, I have a lot of friends, but they're all like this, right? Like you can be a little more all inclusive. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so these are you know, <laughs> like pulling together, seeing almost like seeing all these um, differing types of people or what have or different differing ideas, maybe even seemingly opposite. But, but like seeing, oh, that, yeah, but I can, I can understand where that makes sense or that's good, whatever. Um, the, you know, again, there is that over in that tendency to over intellectualize and might be too, you might get too much in your head and there, it's like the trick here. And this is like, when we're talking about this much Gemini and being that it's in your rising sign and that's what people sort of see in you, but like they're also looking for more of those positive qualities for themselves from you is in your own process of maybe being able to connect more to your heart, more to your emotional self, which we'll see in a second with your moon. Um, that when, once you start to be able to do that more inside of yourself, that's really going to be, um, a part of what those, those others who they're like, Oh, well, I see she's a good communicator and I see she's got all these ideas, but like you have this depth that keeps you out of like that, uh, just kind of indecisiveness. Like I'm going to use the term airhead, you know, not that Gemini's are that like airheads in that way, but they're air, they're an air sign. And so there's just that like, bing, 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 you know, um, jumping around. Um, and another thing I just want to say is like writing, um, usually, uh, you know, from the communication standpoint, usually Gemini's are really good with written word. Um, so like, I always think of from a, um, you know, from a modern day perspective, the modern Gemini and, and they, they, they do well with tech, like tech communication, just as like an aside, my mother is a Gemini and she's definitely a very, very Gemini. And she, she is more on social media than I am. Like, you know, she's out there (laughs) communicating using that tech world. And I'm like, Oh, if I have to, I'll get on the computer, you know, but I just think it's so funny. Usually we think of it as like, Oh, it's the younger generation that's doing that. But my case, my mom's a Gemini and she's like the older generation embracing it completely. Um, but like blogging is another really strong place for a Gemini social media, um, blogging, communicating in those more tech-based ways because they deal with Mercury, um, which is the ruling planet of Gemini. Um, okay. So we'll keep, we'll keep going and, you know, and start to piece some of these together for you. Um, we'll go to your moon next. And your moon is your um, – your moon deals with your emotions and it's, it's like your emotional needs around your motivation, like what you need emotionally inside of yourself to actually be motivated inside of your business. And it's truly, when we're talking about like a heart-based or a soul-based um, mission or path, this is critical. You know, like if you're going to be more just like, 
you know, non-soul-based uh, business, like I'm just going to go into this because it's practical or whatever. We don't, ha- it's not okay. so important. In this case, it's, it's important. Um, it's critical because what's going to happen is if the moon isn't taken care of, you're going to lose your steam. You're going to lose your motivation and it's, it's not going to have that soul to it essentially. Um, because this is about your soul. Um, so you have your moon in Pisces and this is a very, this is a pretty watery combination. Um, Pisces also emotional. Pisces. So, so it's not like if we had like an earth sign in here or even a more, more of an air sign that's intellectual, you, um, so there's a lot of emotion here and there's deep emotion here. Um, and this is, I feel like where your opportunity is to kind of nurture this aspect in yourself with all this Gemini energy. (laughs) Um, so like, you know, with Pisces there, there can be an emotional need to um, step into some of the psychic, more like dreamy, non-material, you know, these are all Piscean traits, non-material world. Um, It's creative. It's highly intuitive um, and fairly sensitive. Like there's a deep kind of sensitivity and a, and a, um, an, empathic quality, empathic and compassionate. Like Pisces can just like feel everybody and everything because they have <laughs> all the astrology signs in them. That So they're the last sign of the Zodiac. So they literally like sort of accumulated everyone as they've, they've gone through um, bits and pieces. So I find them to be like, they're like, they feel everything. And then they're, they're compassionate because they're like, oh, well, I, I understand that because I, I have a little bit of that inside of me. Um, so the way that we see this is when you get stuck, when you kind of get stuck and with, with a Pisces moon, it might be that you kind of get stuck in like uh, too much daydreaminess, like a lack of real like um, reality-based you know, there's a balance here because both are important, but if it's, if you're just kind of like going off in like delusion and, and there's, there can also even be addiction. Like if there's, if there are like some kind of uh, addictive types of tendencies that you get stuck on. And I, and I think too, um, Pisces tend to be pretty optimistic, but if there's like a, um, like a deadening of that optimism and, and um, yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of how I would describe it. And I don't know if you ever feel that way when you meet up with kind of your emotional edge or your stuck places, if any of that resonates. Oh, definitely. I, I, I'm working on releasing my emotions. Yeah. Because Pisces feels really deeply So it's like, it can just be deep. (laughs) Like I always think of deep waters, deep waters. (laughs) Um, So, so what, um, you know, what we can look at with your moon here is how do we nurture this moon aspect, this Piscean moon regularly? Because in paying attention to it, nurturing it regularly, um, 
then you're going to stay on track. It's going to, it's just going to help you stay in that emotionally motivated, connected place as you move along your path. So, um, you know, this is, I, I, I like to like, I like to think of like actually cleansing cause that's, there's a water aspect to that. It could be water, but it, it could just literally be like visualization. Um, but cleansing yourself of other people's stuff. Like this should be a daily activity for you. Um, maybe it's at the end of your day that you um, are able to wash that off. I mean, physically would probably be equally powerful to psychically like find, you know, like doing a visualization. I worked with a healer once and she would do these visualizations where we're just like, visualizing the shower cleaning off, you know, that, that energy. So you could even do that in conjunction with a shower or in conjunction with a bath, but one or the other would also be really powerful. Um, that way you don't feel like burdened down by everything that you might take on psychically. Um, you know, and the other pieces too is like, allowing for that time to daydream, allowing for that daydream time, not get kind of stuck in it, but allowing space for that. Maybe it's daydreaming. Maybe it's even doing some art, um, something kind of artistic, creative, that's not about figuring it out. That's not about the intellect. Um, and even Pisces tend to be pretty romantic. So you could even like have a romantic, something romantic with yourself or with your partner. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's like, these are all ways to, um, and, and going, um, going to water. So if you have like water close by, uh, going to water could be another way. These are just all sort of self care for your moon, for that Pisces moon. Okay. Um, yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, it does. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So we'll go into your Saturn and you have Saturn and Capricorn and this is, this is like pretty harmonious um, because this is a natural place. Saturn is, um, I'm sorry, Capricorn is actually ruled by Saturn. So by having your Saturn in Capricorn, it's like a natural home. They're just it's, it's symbiotic. Um, I think here it's just, uh, and, and what Saturn indicates, Saturn is, is the disciplinarian. Saturn is going to be, um, he's like the father figure. He's like, okay, you know, if I see that you are, you've got a plan, you're sticking to the plan, you're taking the steps, you're taking the action um, to move through this plan, then Saturn is going to reward you materially, like monetarily, or like with resources, opportunities, things like that. When, when, when you might feel, when people in general, or you might feel um, like kind of like running into the roadblocks and things just aren't quite working out and all of that, that's often due to this relationship, the Saturn relationship. So like I said, yours is pretty harmonious and it's really just about, um, 
embracing some of some of this like embracing this relationship like if saturn and capricorn got together they they would be on the same page you know so saturn would be like okay i want you to you know have the plan whatever and like capricorn like i'm totally on board um you know this is i i'm i'm here to <laughs> capricorn's all about building solid foundations um uh, you know, using, using those natural abilities of the Capricorn energy that are endurance. Like they just can, in, they can like climb the mountain until they get to the top. Um, productivity, uh, fortitude, um, they can put in the hard work and they have a lot of self-discipline. Uh, and, you know, I think, I think if, and first of all, do you feel like when you sort of like set your, set your sights on something that this is in, like, you can kind of carry out the plan and have, I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Okay. For the most part. Yeah. Well, you, have, <laughs> you got a lot of Gemini in there rocking the boat a little bit, you know, they're going to jump around a little bit. So yes. <laughs> I think if you can just understand that you, you actually have a lot of support around this with the Saturn Capricorn, like, and, and just kind of like going, okay, yeah, I do. I, I have, this is a supportive duo. If I can just t tap into it and I can know that it's there so that once you do set your sights on like where you're headed, you can do it. And you'll, you're just going to have to make sure that you take care of that moon, you know, like, which is a very different energy, but it's very necessary. So like, that's where, you know, because Capricorn might just be like, whatever, Pisces, you need to like, go take a bath and like, wash the, like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I will say that Capricorn understands, has a deep understanding of pain, but they don't always, they can be a little bit like, nope, I'm good. I'm just all like, because they have this little fin on them. There's a little fin in the back. They're a, they're a goat with a fin, a sea goat. I think they're considered, which I don't never seen a sea goat, but this is, <laughs> this is the, the, you know, the representation of Capricorn. Um, yeah. So like it's there and you just have to like nurture all the parts and pieces to, to utilize that. Um, and um, I'm going to go into your south node and your north node. And this is, so um, your north node is your challenge, also kind of considered your destiny, um, sometimes called your true node. Uh, this you have in Pisces. So you have Pisces that shows up again. Um, mm -hmm. And then what we look at as your south node is literally the polar opposite sign. So whatever's polar opposite Pisces, that's your South node. That's your gifts. A polar opposite to Pisces is Virgo. Um, so I'm going to start there because these are kind of like your natural abilities, like just an ability that you have that you may not necessarily always think about. Again, it's fairly supportive in kind of some of the things that we've talked about already. Um, Virgoian traits are you know, or, organization, um, de definitely have, we have intellectual again, showing up, uh, very Virgos are very smart. Um, they're meticulous. 
they are definitely more conventional, not risk takers. Um, there's a healing component. So Virgos are the virgin. There's like a purity and a healing component to, um, to the Virgo energy. And they're, they're seeking truth. They're, they're, not, they're never going to lie. You know, they're really like truth seekers and value that. Um, they're all about selfless service and they're super hard workers. Um, does any of this feel like a part of you that just sort of like you can step into and not even think about? Yes, definitely. Cool. Yes. Uh, I've always felt like I was a healer. So yeah, 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 yeah. I think this is where that, um, uh, the, oh my gosh, Ayurveda is showing up, right? Like, I, you know, I really, I think it's that South node, those natural gifts. Um, so you know, the challenge with the North Node in Pisces is that Virgo doesn't always, um, Virgo doesn't always like, hmm, they tend to be really, they can be perfectionistic and, and, and critical and often that, that's like self-critical and then kind of overworking and not always honoring of their emotions and kind of um, not expressive, you know, like not always willing to express. Um, the other thing I should say is speaking and writing are, are talent. So you have a lot in your chart that's like speaking and writing is, is going to be uh, a part of that would, that would, that you'd really excel at. Um, and we're just going to try to nuance that a bit more. Um, but, um, the challenge is bringing in that Piscean destiny of getting in touch with the emotions, with the spiritual, with the psychic, with the mystical, the non-material. Um, and that's like for you, um, but also in what you're presenting into, you know, those that you work with and your service here. So it's like, you know, Virgo can provide that. Here's the, here's the service, the healing, um, you know, they can, yeah, they can suit, you, you can organize all of the, like use those organizational skills to get all the ideas that Gemini has. <laughs> and, um, and then adding in, this connection to the emotional world and the depth that 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 has to offer and um, more into the spiritual realm. So it may be that there's like a spiritual healing, which Ayurveda being that it's the science of yoga, you know, it's not just like, it's not even just like naturopathy. I'm not saying just, but, but there is, woven into Ayurveda, there's a spiritual healing, right? Like it's mind, body, yes. spirit. Um, yeah. so that I think is going to be really supportive, like of moving in towards that challenge and adding that level of Piscean compassion and trusting intuition, which Virgo and Gemini might be a little bit more about like facts and like research. Like this is where Pisces is like, mm, okay, let, we're going to we're going to bring forth a little more of that intuitive psychic um, communication. Okay. 
So, um, you know, I feel like a lot of your chart, just as far as what you shared with me, where you're going is super supportive. Like, like you just, it feels like you're on the right path. Um, in a lot of ways, (laughs) your, your, your chart is supporting your, the path that you've started on. Um, so what we get to look at now, um, let me see here. You know, I'm going to touch on your mid haven, which is considered it's, it's, um, it touches your, it touches your 10th house of career and it's, the kind it's basically like the kind of leader you'll be like the how the kind of leader that people will see you as um and yours is an aquarius and aquarius is a visionary um they're they're definitely an individual they're a bit rebellious um not a bit they are rebellious you know like they're, <laughs> they're they are the rebel of the zodiac and um, so, you know, if you just take like an archetypal, um, Aquarian, it's, it's, you know, the, the girl in high school who like gets a bunch of piercings or, um, dyes her hair, what, you know, dyes her hair, some crazy color, like they're, they're, they're here to show their individuality and they, they have, and it's like, they're, they're freedom seekers. They want, they and it's not even like they're looking for attention necessarily. This is like self-expression and they're not going to apologize. Like this is who I am. And if you think I'm a freak, that's fine. Um, so, and, and it's about blazing a path, blazing a path. So I think, you know, in this respect, there's going to be this flare um, inside of what you do of doing things a little differently of, you know, of, of that's, you know, that's where you'll really step into um, a leadership place inside of your business and inside of your path is like, there's going to be a little nuance of something different. Okay. Just a little something to put into your hat. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, okay. So that said, we get to look at your 12th house now. And your 12th house relates to, um, this is kind of where we tie it all together, hopefully. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, your 12th house is, you know, usually we look at the 12th house in astrology. It's it's your unconscious or your subconscious. It is your limiting beliefs. And in life path astrology, we also, we look at as your karmic client. This is, or your karmic, who you're here to serve. Like this is the archetype of who you're here to serve and who you're speaking to, which is why it really helps kind of pull everything together because then you sort of through the understanding of the archetype, you can weave all these other parts and pieces together. Um, So you have literally your 12th house is split down the middle between Taurus and Gemini. So it's not really ruled by one of those. 
Um, usually if there's like one that's a little greater, um, I put more, I just, I'll put emphasis on that and not necessarily on the others, but that's pretty much split down the middle of Taurus and Gemini. Um, so we create an archetype that includes them both <laughs> that brings them together. Um, and the other thing I want to say about the, your, your 12th house, um, archetypal karmic client is you can also look at this as you a few years ago. Who were you a few years ago? That is the person that you're serving. That's the archetype of the person that you're serving. Um, so this is, like I said, the Taurus Gemini. And there, so, you know, like if we're putting these together, they may be quick thinkers, social butterflies, um, appreciate, you know, information that's kind of well-researched. So I think as far as that's concerned for your patients, your clients, your audience, all of that is they're probably going to be interested in like, okay, why? You know, like we're, we're doing these um, Ayurvedic uh, healing techniques. And they're, they're, they're actually going to be interested in a little bit of like what's behind it. Um, more so than, you know, maybe other, other people might be. So it's like something that you can share with them, which is great because you're, you've got so much Gemini, you're probably going to love sharing that <laughs> with them. Um, but you know, whether it's in your writing, whether it's in your speaking, whether it's just in your, you know, one-on-one -on -one consultations, um, and then, you know, on top of that, they are maybe drawn to comforts of life, um, to kind of like some of the sensuality-based um, aspect. There's their senses, you know, things that are pleasing to their senses, um, to, to a bit of luxury. Um, this is more of the Taurus. Taurus is ruled by Venus. Um, there's, there's this sensual, like, Mm, of the earth, you know, enjoying food, enjoying good food. And, um, and like I said, like the comforts of life, they, the Tauruses are hardworking too, and they can really stay the course. Um, so it may be that this, the, you know, this archetypal client that you have, they're hard workers, but then when they, you know, when they rest, they want to like rest and enjoy. Um, they, the, but you know, here, like the thing that I see here when we meld together Taurus and Gemini, because Taurus rules the throat chakra, and then we have that communication skill of Gemini, um, is th these clients may have difficulty speaking or communicating their feelings and their emotions. They might have a tendency to get trapped in their head and that they're not like able to speak, communicate from, and from their hearts and, um, and feel those emotions. Now, you said something to me earlier that really weaves into this because part of this 12th house is as you're serving who it is that you're here to serve, you are simultaneously working through your own karmic wounds. So I okay. think you said something about um, you said something about your emotions, about like being able to release your emotions or I can't remember what it was now. Yeah. Um, I, I've pretty much felt no emotions basically my entire life and I've just started letting them out. Okay. 
So this is it right here. <laughs> like this yeah. is your 12th house, right? <laughs> kind of crazy. <laughs> um, so that is going to be through your own process. So you've already started on this path, right? Like you've, and that's why I said like your client is, is you a few years back. So you've already started on that path and then you're going to continue on it as literally as you're also working with them. Um, I think you said something too, and it wasn't verbally just now, but yeah, like you said, you mentioned retreats. Um, and I think of, I think that can absolutely play into this because of that tor Taurus, like sense senses and, and, and luxury. So it may be that there's, you know, if you have a retreat or an experience, like if you have some kind of, because that's a very Torian thing, like having an experience, then they get to experience life and they get to experience this healing. Um, a retreat is a great way to deliver that. They, they, you know, they, they might be in a beautiful place. They enjoy this delicious, healthy food that's appropriate for them for their healing. They also have the social aspect that feeds their Gemini, you know, and like, um, all these, all these parts and pieces, uh, really, and while they're there, they're working on being able to process, perhaps even feel, and then like process and, and communicate, connect to their emotions and their feelings for the, for the healing that they're ultimately looking for. Okay. Excellent. So thank you. Yeah. Well, I just want to check in and see like, um, yeah, how does, well, let, let me ask you this. Cause two things are important to me, um, as we bring closure to this. Well, one is whether you have questions and, um, the other one is, is, um, that I want to know that you had, that you had some insight, that there were some aha moments for you. Oh, um, I, I don't really have any questions, mm -hmm. but I, I definitely did have a few aha moments, um, like with my North node and, and, um, yeah, the North node and mm -hmm. how I think that might be me using my intuition and then backing up what I'm suggesting to my patients um, with the facts that I get from Gem uh, the Gemini and the Virgo. Yep. Um, and, and my 12th house, so my karma client, I think the reason I've had so much difficulty honing in on who that is is because it's split down the middle. <laughs> totally. I know. Like, yeah. 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 So that's great. That's great. Um, I know it's funny because sometimes not often I'm like literally sitting there like measuring. I'm like, are they really equal? <laughs> 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 and yes, they are. Um, yeah. So great. And, and, um, and the other, the other thing that I want to hear from you is Kind of what your game plan is on um, on what you did have ahas around in this reading and in moving forward. Um, 
I don't really know exactly. I think I'm definitely going to be finishing my schooling. Mm-hmm. And then um, after that, maybe try and put together some courses or like work. I, I don't really know. Um, I was thinking I might need like a group or something. Mm-hmm. I, I feel really strongly that I need a community. Um, and whether that be like an in-person community or an online community. Uh, but those are like huge right now. Everybody is doing communities. <laughs> For sure. Oh, so, and when you say that, I'm sorry, you mean creating a community. Yes. Yeah. Kind of, um, where people can come together and talk about their emotions and their experiences and where they can kind of heal each other too. Yep. Okay. So, um, how do you feel about that? Cause I heard you say like, Oh, everyone's doing that. Do you feel like, I I still feel like I need to do it regardless of yes. the fact that everybody else is doing it. Yes. Um, but I get imposter syndrome really badly. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's probably a little bit of the, the Virgo, you know. Um, yeah. So here's, here's what I'll say. This is where um, you are going to infuse the Aquarius because this is the type of leader that you are. So Aquarius is going to bring their own flavor. What is, what makes you different? What's, you know, and, and this may require a little bit of, you know, soul searching, but, but, but just having a little, you know, just something a little rebellious doesn't have to be like, people are just like, Oh my God, freaked out by it. But there, that there is this rebelliousness to like what your the 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 leadership that you're providing. Maybe you just have them do these, and it could be that that you bring forth these more Ayurvedic type of practices, which some of them are kind of weird. Um, True. They're they know they're different. It's not that you have to lead with that. Like you're going to be sticking hot oil, and you know, I mean, you do, you don't necessarily want to like that be your leading advertisement, (laughs) but, but that there's going to be this flair. Okay. And, and again, you don't have to get so specific that it freaks people out, but that people are like, Hmm, that's different. Wow. Okay. And maybe it's that you're writing or speaking about it, like doing videos or writing about kind of like why this is so great and, you know, detailing some of those research-backed things um, and, and facts along with like the emotional piece, um, kind of weaving it into that. So anyway, that might be... Yes. I'll definitely have to meditate on that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And making sure that it, there's a, there's a sensuality to it. So, you know, maybe that's where, um, to satisfy that, you know, Torian part of your ideal customer that it's like you lead with like beautiful images of, um, 
maybe it's food, maybe, you know, maybe it's these Ayurvedic dishes. Um, you know, maybe it's like literally, um, gosh, what are the, um, oh my God, I'm totally blanking out and I'm a yoga teacher. The, not the mandalas, but the, but I mean, I guess, yeah, we could use mandalas as a, an example, but it's like the, those, those beautiful images that the yogis like meditate on and things like that. Okay. Yantras. So, so that might be what, what's different. That might, that might be a defining feature for you. Um, because it's just something that's going to set you apart and how do you have a little flair that's like different than the other Ayurvedic healers or whatever, you know? Okay. Excellent. Thank you. Yeah. Great. So, um, yeah. Would that, did that, that feel helpful? Yes. Yes. This has been incredibly helpful. Awesome. Yay. Well, um, I'm really happy to hear that. And, I, you know, and I also thank you for sharing and, um, and being here and all, and, you know, allowing those people who do actually listen to this, um, who might get the opportunity to be inspired by what you're creating or by, you know, just by, um, what you've yourself have gone through, they might see a part of that in them. So that's really where we have the, the nice little cascade effect. <laughs> Yeah. Well, um, yeah, great to connect. Hopefully we have the opportunity to connect again in the future and I'm just wishing you so much goodness on this journey that you're on. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. You're welcome, Teresa. Okay. Be well. Bye-bye. Namaste. Namaste. (laughs)